Did you miss me? Did you even realize I was gone? Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, how to build a better life. This is the podcast that will inspire you to take control of your mind, take control of your mindset so that you can build the life that you want to live, the life you deserve to live. We're talking about ways to know the self more intimately and find the solutions to our problems within. My name is Patrick Strevens. So after about a year of podcasting pretty regularly, I voluntarily and somewhat involuntarily took some time away from the show. Got very busy in other aspects of life and I realized, you know, why half-ass it? Why rush episodes out that I'm not going to be happy with the quality, that aren't going to help you? And it gave me a chance to look back and reflect on uh, what we did in the first year and, and where we where we want to go uh, in this in this new year of podcasting. So today I really just want to uh, get back in touch with you the listener, you the viewer. Refresh what this podcast aims to do and what not to do, what it can do hopefully for you or, or assist you in doing. I want to touch on the single most important realization that I've had over the last three or five years, let's say. And I want to end this episode by extending to you an invitation. Now, whether you respond to that invitation, whether you take it seriously, if you're willing to RSVP, as the French would say, to that invitation is totally up to you. So please, if you're ready to get back in touch with your old pal Patrick and get back in touch maybe with yourself and the self-control podcast and that building a better life, let's go. So number one, let's let's get right down to it. What is the value of this podcast? What can this podcast do for you? You know, I'm a big believer that uh, we as individuals can't necessarily do anything for another person, you know, but we can we can share ideas amongst each other and we can develop our own ideas. And perhaps those conversations, that exchange of ideas is where the real value in interpersonal relationships comes from. So what is he talking about? Well, Let me state for the record then that nothing on this show that I say is instructional, meaning if I present things in a way that says you should do this or you could do this or you must do this to survive, I don't want you to feel like you need to do those things because I've said it that way. It's it's tough because this is a rhetorical performance in a way. It's, It's me communicating, but the things that I choose to do or say the things that I place importance on, you don't necessarily have to take me at my word and just run with that into your own life. I think what sets this show apart from a lot of other online content is the idea that I want to present to you some things in a certain way, but that you need to be, and I know you are, very savvy, very critical as a listener and a viewer about what I'm saying and put it to work in your own life your way. You know, in a way, what I'm trying to do with this podcast is give myself something that I needed 10, 15, 20 years ago. So if I ever say you need to or you should, above all, I'm talking to my younger self. So when I talk about things like, let's say, quitting marijuana or, or reducing your caffeine intake, for instance, and there's been a lot, a lot of feedback on those two particular episodes, especially on YouTube. And I'd like to say if you are a listener of this show, on the audio platforms. Thank you very much, but 
please check out the YouTube channel for some video content uh, and some some video content that's been repurposed into a shorter clip so that you can maybe uh, refresh yourself on some of the things that I'm saying to myself. (laughs) You know, and plenty of people have appreciated the message that I've given as far as why I quit marijuana and why I ultimately took a year off of drinking coffee. But there's also been plenty of, of negative comments or, or, or negative feedback or let's say um, feedback in general saying, look, I'm not going to quit marijuana because you say. Uh, I, I'm going to drink as much coffee as I want to. I say, I say good. You know, and sometimes I have to take my ego out of it. And, and when I see those comments, I think, well, then don't come on the channel and tell me how to live. But if I can show a little humility and take the ego out, I have to say thank you to anybody who watched and had a negative response or a positive response to what I was saying. So this podcast, where does it enter your life? At what point does this podcast actually become useful to you? I think it has to come into your life and into your consciousness at a point when you yourself have realized that you have self-control issues right? Whether you are overdoing the caffeine and you're feeling that, you know, that anxiety, that edge to life, that uh, inability to control your, your outbursts or having to constantly, you know, run to the bathroom because you're, you know, caffeine's a hardcore diuretic. It moves water through our body like crazy if we let it, you know, or maybe, maybe you realize now that marijuana, as it was for me, uh, is leading to some negative outcomes, right? Depression, anxiety, uh, being antisocial or asocial, right? Not grabbing onto life. You know, there was a comment on that, on the, on the marijuana video, marijuana episode where a guy said he wonders where the last 30 years of his life have gone. And those 30 years were spent using marijuana. But that's a, that's a, a very, very dire and, and unfortunate realization to have. But I can't diagnose that to you. I would never sit here and say, you've wasted the last 30 years of your life on marijuana. I know that for the 15 or so, maybe 10 years that I was <laughs> engaged with old marijuana, my old friend marijuana, <laughs> uh, it, it had a lot of negative, there was a lot of negative reaction and outcomes in my life. I can't say that that's the same for you. I'm not here to diagnose your issues. You have to do that for yourself. And, you know, you may not have the problems I have, and I wouldn't want you to adopt the problems, right? Maybe you're a social butterfly and you've got your stress under control and you're using marijuana daily. Again, I'm not here to tell you to quit using it. You know, great example is a lot of people struggle with drinking alcohol, right? They need it uh, as a social crutch. They need it, um, you know, to, to wind down after a hard day at work, whatever that may be. And, it goes, it gets out of hand, right? We're drinking every day or two, three beers suddenly becomes six, seven, eight, 12 beers, whatever that looks like. I'm fortunate in that I don't seem to have that problem with drinking. And so I can't really speak to those problems. I'm able to go out and have a wild night and then not touch the stuff for a month. You know, I can have one beer at dinner or, or not, or I can have a glass of wine or not. And It's not a problem. The point I'm making here is that it's coming from a deeply personal place. Just because I say it doesn't mean it's your problem, but you need to realize that, okay, look, these issues are sort of resonating. They're hitting home. I'd like to explore them further and put what old Patrick is saying to use in my own life. I'm not that old. I keep saying old. 
And, you know, there are episodes, there are past episodes, you can search the keyword addiction on YouTube or in the Spotify, where I've tried to offer a general framework, a way for quitting and managing those different soft bad habits, those vices like marijuana, coffee, drinking, but they could apply to gambling, they could apply to cigarettes. But again, this framework comes from a deeply personal place. This show more than anything is not instructional so much as invitational. It's saying, if you have realized that these are your issues, if this is work that you need to do, here's what I have done. So let's be quite clear about that. I'm not here to sell you or tell you how to live your life. I'm talking to a younger version of myself in the hopes that perhaps this can connect with other folks as well. But I think because of the digital landscape being what it, what it is, and what do I mean by that, the way Google and YouTube specifically, the way their search algorithm works, I have to present this information, I have to present these stories as a solution, right? Because it's proven now, and we've seen it, people use search engines like YouTube, like Google, which are one and the same, let's not forget, or they, they use Spotify to find podcasts that will help them solve their problems. So I need to uh, make the titles and the descriptions and some of the content strategy read like or feel like a solution to your problem. It doesn't mean that it's the silver bullet, right? It doesn't mean that it's the one size fits all, but we humans, we are always seeking that authoritative voice to guide us as we deal with these challenges. So I'm not trying to present myself as the authority in your life. I'm an authority on my own life, my own failings, <laughs> my own setbacks, my own wasted time. And I'm presenting it as such, my failings, my wasted time. Take it for what it's worth to you. So as part of my self-development, let's say, I'm trying to present my story for myself, firstly, so I have a record of my becoming. So I can go back someday and say, how the hell did I get out of um, the body dysmorphia, the depression, the low self-confidence, the addiction to marijuana, pornography, problems with caffeine. But I'm, I'm trying to present that in a way that may help others, that may connect with others. And first and foremost, or most importantly, people who have come up one step at least to the place of realization that, look, there's things in my life related to self-control, related to how I operate and how I live my life that I need assistance with, that I need to start searching for solutions. Let me, if you'd be so kind, and I would be greatly honored, let me be one extra voice that may guide you for a day, a week, maybe a year. We don't have to be in a lifetime partnership, but come alongside, come alongside, right? Let's walk this path as much as we can together. You know, you want to quit smoking pot. You want to reduce your caffeine intake. You want to stop wasting your time and energy on pornography. You'd like to maybe get out into the world and meet real people. You'd like to maybe see what life is all about outside of the haze and the cloud of, of your addiction and your vices. I have done that. I can't always do it and I can't always do it forever. I have addictive tendencies. I have the ability to fall back into those things, but you, I think, have to come with that realization that's saying, look, we're, it's not going to be a straight line, but we're doing it together, right? And I don't take it lightly then that, you know, many people, I think, have come to this show with curiosity, looking for that guidance. And I, I think maybe 
if I could say anything critical about myself for a change, <laughs> I could do a better job of showing some humility and some reverence to the fact that I am becoming a voice in your life, however small, however infrequent. So I could be a bit more humble with that. You know, I don't claim to have all the solutions. I have many solutions that have worked for myself. I still fail, but I know I can be a bit more compassionate, right? I don't want to verge into having all the answers. I think we saw a great example of that when I had a, a YouTube short blow up over 10,000 views uh, about how people who use marijuana aren't mentally sound. Well, I chose that because I knew it would ruffle feathers. It would piss people off. I was not mentally sound when I used marijuana. You may be a frequent marijuana user and very mentally sound, very together. Maybe I didn't have to say it that way. So going forward, I'm going to have to tread that line of trying to go viral, right? Trying to, trying to ruffle feathers, but also saying, look, I said that. We may even say it was jokingly. We may even say that it was flippantly. I might not change that, but I'll always have the, the undergirding principle that, look, I'm talking to myself here. I needed to hear that when I was deep in the marijuana. I needed to hear that it was wreaking havoc on my mental health. Maybe somebody else does. In this world, in this life, I think, well, we have to be willing to hear those opposing viewpoints, those, those sort of screw-turning viewpoints, those sort of needling, um, inflammatory viewpoints, and decide if it means anything to us or if it's just another talking head popping off on the internet. All right, let's talk then a little bit about this realization I mentioned. And this, this, it feeds into what we're saying here. One major step that I've had to take over the past, let's say, three to five years is to realize that it is very, very human to search for solutions outside of myself, right? We Google, how can I quit marijuana? How can I develop self-confidence? How can I sleep better? But I think it's dangerous to ask in a way, how would you solve my problem if we're not willing to put more time into the question, how would I solve my problem? And that's been the leap. It's to realize that through intuition, through years and years of just being yourself and living your own life, how would I solve my problem is the question we need to be asking. It's fine to search for podcasts and videos and, and tweets, but we have to make time, I think, to ask how should I solve the problem? I don't have the answers, but I need to start that process. You know, and personally, I'm getting quite sick of all this so-called self-help, which there's a great George Carlin joke about self-help. If you did it by yourself, you wouldn't need help, is the punchline. And this sort of self-help or this guru-style content, it's presented ultimately as a way to get you a lot of times into a sales funnel or to become reliant on that voice for help, to become reliant on that voice of God, as we say. So if this podcast could ever give you something, it's this, it's the invitation to examine yourself more deeply, to identify and give words to your problems, to shape your understanding of yourself and of your issues, not by my hand, but by your own, to talk about the journey I've been on to solve my problems myself. And look, there's issues in my life that I haven't figured out, that I may not have the solution to. I may need to go to my parents, my friends, people I trust, I may need to one day look 
online for some questions about these problems I have, but not until I feel like I've fully exhausted my capabilities in solving my own problems. And that's what self-control is to me. To look within, to not be afraid to say, here's where I've struggled. Here's where I've fallen down. Here's the price I've paid. But here's now where I take the reins myself and steer myself up out of this mess. Of course, there's good advice on the internet. Of course, your best friends will give you advice. I'm skeptical about the value of that stuff. How about that? I'm skeptical of the stuff that I'm saying to you right now. So I protect myself by saying, well, I'm in a sense only talking to myself. But the real development of the self, to me anyway, comes when we decide that we're not afraid anymore to expend the energy, to do the work, to put in the effort, to take the steps by ourselves alone and for ourselves, and because no one else can walk for us. So that's the mantra going forward. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you watching. If you survived this three or four week gap without me and you've come back, thank you. And just remember, this is one man's journey, but I'd be happy to have you walking alongside me, but I can't put your shoes on and walk for you. We're going to walk this side by side on different paths together and apart. So going forward, we're going to discuss addiction. We're going to discuss spirituality a little bit. We're going to hopefully start incorporating some other voices, doing some interviews again, breaking down those interviews into the valuable, valuable stuff that those people are willing to bring to the show. But ultimately, here's your invitation. Will you, for as much time as you're searching for answers outside of yourself, start looking for answers within? We'll talk all about how to do that going forward in the next year. So I'm happy to have you. As much as I can do for you, I will. I'm doing it for myself first, don't forget, and I hope that you are on that journey for yourself as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. This has been, hey, we could call it the beginning of season four if we like, or we could just call it another episode, another entry in the journal of becoming who we are. And until we speak again, please remember that better is possible. <laughs>